It never rains here, but it's always somewhat cold and dreary. Trees never seem to get their leaves, and I never see anyone outside the window of the fortress in which I'm bound. A Purgatory of Incompetence Wilcox Mudhoney was, how should I say, a particular type of gentleman. In most areas of his life, he knew just enough to sound like he knew far more than he really did. His whole being existed in a purgatory of incompetence. He was never the best, nor was he ever deemed valuable. Poor sweet Wilcox never had a chance that day. He never had a chance. Wake up! Wake up! Wilcox, the servers are down again. Sorry, Benny. Uh, it's been a long week, month, year. You know how it's been. I set my phone to let me know if the system's crashed. Oh, man, my phone died. Wilcox, you really let me down this time. Look, I know you're trying your best, but this place... The servers in this place need to stay up. You keep saying that, but you never explain why. What do we even sell here? What is the software for? I feel like it's changed a thousand times since I started. Sorry, Wilcox, I gotta run. I got a meeting with the big guy. If I'm late again, he'll... Well, he'll let me have it, I'm sure. All right, well, take care, Benny, and I'll make sure to keep my phone charged. I'm so sorry, man. Wilcox wasn't known for excellence. In fact, he wasn't known for much other than making a mess of things. Once he tripped over a cord in the server room, holding his favorite bowl of Count Chocula cereal. The cereal spilled, and half the west side of town lost access to their AOL.com websites. He wasn't just a klutz. Poor Wilcox was a walking disaster. The crazy thing was... He was never reprimanded for any of his mistakes, no matter how much he mowed things up. He was left to go on a perpetual, unforced error. But one day, something happened. Something so incredibly disastrous and incompetent that even Wilcox couldn't survive its wrath. It was another cold evening, winter probably, and Wilcox was right where he always was, Feet up on his replica R2-D2 trash can, pork rinds resting on his outstretched belly, and a bottle of Dr. Pepper perched next to his keyboard. Relaxed with the rest of the world, waiting for his next blunder. Wilcox decided for some unknown reason to ignore his usual routine of a bathroom break, playing on his phone, and eating his pork rinds, to work on a special project for his sweet daughter Emma. He loved Emma so, he lost his wife in a high-wire dancing accident, which seemed like an eternity ago. Emma was his light. She kept him going, and he worked his soul to the bone for her. (laughs) The part gets me every time. He was working on an origami house for Emma 
when suddenly he saw red and yellow lights blinking violently from every angle of his view. He peered over his cube. What on earth is going on? I, I never, I never seen this happen. Benny? June? Becky? Ralph? Sanderson? Anyone? What the heck is happening? This time, Wilcox, you've really done it. This place has had it with your incompetence. Your last script update downloaded a virus to all of our servers. This so-called Fallen One virus you unleashed is wreaking havoc on our ability to open the gates. Wilcox, the gates are locked. Nobody can come in. Benny, calm down. I'll revert the changes. It'll be fine. And if we can't leave through the gate, we'll just stay a little longer. I've slept under my desk more times than I can count. Wilcox, the gates are closed. Nobody can come in. Wilcox was struck back in his chair, terrified, as if he was slowly discovering the secrets of a haunting mystery. The gates are closed, the weather never changed, no people out his window, nobody ever went home. Wilcox was not where he believed he was. Wilcox was the principal administrator of the most critical infrastructure in the server room of the afterlife. Emma! Where's Emma, Benny? Benny, if I'm dead, where's Emma? Emma? What? Uh, Not now. We gotta get this fixed. Wilcox dusted the pork rinds off his belly, and for the first time in what felt like forever, he tried. He pulled out an old dusty book called Administration Tips for the Afterlife and thumbed through the pages until he found how to vanquish the fallen one virus. Ah, Benny, type Ah, Amare Dium. Ah, Amare Dium. Benny, somehow knowing exactly what to do, typed those fateful words into his terminal. The alarm stopped. The panic subsided. The gates opened. Holy moly, Wilcox, you did it! You did it, Wilcox! But that will be the last time. His voice lowered. Your time here is done. You are the first I've sent back since my son. Take this, and good luck. Wilcox awoke, stunned, choking on a pork rind. A co-worker heard him choking and ran over. He pushed and pecked at Wilcox. Buddy? Buddy, you okay? The co-worker kicked Wilcox's chair by accident. Wilcox dropped a tiny trophy which read, From George Orville Deladova. G-O-D. Thanks for teaching us a valuable lesson. The trophy was lodged under the wheel of the chair. It flipped. Wilcox flipped, landed on his belly, and the rind shot like a bullet from a Tommy gun into the next cubicle. Wilcox, bewildered, looked up. Thank you. Thank you. I I don't know you. I don't recognize you. What's your name? Name's Benny, you dope! I'm your best friend! Oh, you dangus! Probably the only reason you still have a job around here, to be honest. Wilcox? Oh boy, jeez. Stand up straight. Be a big brave dog, Benny. Be a big brave dog. It's the big boss. Wilcox? We have noticed you may have some untapped potential, Wilcox. 
We're sending you on a full paid month-long training to grow all of your skill sets. We believe in you. This goes way higher than me, Wilcox. Congratulations, and keep up the good work. Benny? Oh, yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Wilcox, call on line three. It's a little girl. Wilcox, with the tightest grip he'd ever been able to muster, and a sea of tears under his eyelids, answered the phone. Emma! The end. Check us out at RetroTimePodcast.com, RetroTimePod on Twitter. Come get a sticker at RetroTimePodcast.com slash stickers. Until next time, farewell. <laughs>